Look, look. If you don't, don't want to make that change within, within yourself, it's not it's gonna, not get, gonna better. get better. This might not this apply, might not to, apply everybody. to everybody. But if you feel, if you like, feel you're like you're rock, rock bottom, bottom, okay, okay, and you're hoping for a better day, but you literally are doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's the definition of insanity. You are provided with a choice every day. You are provided with multiple choices throughout the entire day. Take that choice, make that change. You've identified a problem. You're saying you're rock bottom. Got it, you're there now. There's only one way and it's up. So change your mindset, use that choice and go a freaking different direction. Love y'all, Faceman VTT out. Day three of retirement. As an infantryman, I was asked if I could clean the sink. So let's look at this. Definitely some kind of grime on there. And I open up the cabinet. What do I use? Nothing comes to mind. Like my experience is my skill set. Nothing. Wait a minute. Everyone knows this is how you clean everything. Imagery retired. Just a good second. Uh, uh, would you like a military discount? Uh, oh, do you offer one? Uh, oh, it's the cap of the day. CC's Pizza is the county fair of restaurants. You go in there, you look around, you feel a little bit better about yourself, then you realize that you're in there too. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, let's be honest. You know, not everybody's made for this life. It's scary. You know, you gotta jump out of a plane while it's moving. That's not natural. It's high, it's, it's fucking wet outside sometimes. It's snowy, it's hot, it's dry, it's shitty. Who the fuck would wanna be airborne? Best job, fucking, best job I ever had. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 131 of the Trash Talk Hour. Special guest today is Zach, the Dirt Bike Guy. And today dirt Bike I'm Guy. Here with Buddy and Nick. What's up, everybody? Happy Saturday. It is. And for once, we're not late because of me. We're late because of all you we're clowns. Yeah, no, no, no. We're late because, because of You're not around mountains game. today, Nick. Yeah, we're not around today. Well, no, I have a mountain right back there. That's why it's mountain time. All right. If you're in the mountains, it's mountain time. <laughs> literally called that a different mountain right. time a different the actual the actual mountain time right <laughs> oh, shit. oh yeah shit. man just 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 chilling man fucking great weather great bourbon you got bourbon yeah play. i'm drinking where's light right now yeah yeah we already got monica saying hi brian saying hi kevin saying hi all right we got a lot of people coming up where's jimmy yeah where's that we, jimmy yeah, we jimmy, 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 jimmy real quick <laughs> Okay, I gotta have somebody call me a sorry motherfucker today. So I need, I need I hope, Jimmy to get on here. If Jimmy hopefully does, our friend from, uh, hopefully our friend from last week joins yeah. us again. I forgot her name. Uh, uh yeah, from Japan. Moana. From Japan. Yeah, 
Milana she says she's stationed in Japan. Japina. Like I said, yeah. I, because she because she must be using like speak to text or whatever, you can't understand what she's writing. So I yelled at her. I felt bad because after I read it for the 400th time and it made sense, I was like, oh, oh, she was being nice. Damn it. <laughs> so I, I hope we didn't lose somebody. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, um, I uh, went down this rabbit hole last night. I don't have too much information on it. Um, I got a little video that we're going to play as well on the conspiracy. And then uh, we can talk about it a little bit. There's tons of information out on the internet. Um, have you guys heard about all the disappearances that have happened in like national parks across the U.S.? Anybody? Um, so uh, the ones that uh, coincide with tunnels? Oh, here we go. Buddy's okay. So maybe Buddy's going to give us some special forces inside. Who knows? But so there's an average of about thousands where the Giants live. Everybody knows that. On average, there's about 1,600 people that go missing yearly um, in uh, in these national parks. Okay. And there's this video I'm going to play that shows the map. And we're going to show a map as well that all these missing areas coincide where there's actual caves and tunnels in these national parks. Now, there are so many cases, like a lot of cases, people are just, you know, they're dumb. They don't know how to hike or whatever, camp, and, and they end up dying or an animal gets them. But there are other instances where heads are getting chopped off, uh, people are getting burned alive. Uh, there's a big case on this guy who's riding his bike through these mountains. I think it was, it might have been Texas or Colorado, and uh, they found arrows in them. And, you know, like old, like wooden arrows, like, like you would use in, you know, back in the day or whatever, not like a compact bow, like something. Um, awesome like that so like there's a lot of cases that are going on so chris is going to play the video it's gonna go ahead buddy did did you just say a compact bow is that like a bow that's smaller than other ones or did you mean a you don't know what a compact bow, bow is you fucking idiot. Yeah. compound compound bow, bow. that compact 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 you're not allowed to hunt the king's deer in germany he doesn't know what that is Okay, like, like speak three languages. I'm sorry, buddy. Thanks for always correcting me, though. You know, I love you too, man. Like, no, compact. Yeah, but anyway, Megan has a compact. Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that goes on with that. We're making a shirt. We're making a shirt. We'll make a shirt. It's a nice little bow that comes in a case. Compact, a compact bow is the bow that uh, little people use when they go. Trolls, hunting. yeah, trolls use yeah. it. Yeah. Trolls. So then I was yeah. right because okay, That's so there's was... a, so there's there's rumors that these guys are like cannibals that are living in these caves. There's rumors of like other dimensions. There's rumors of the government with the sex trafficking and the child trafficking because a lot of a lot of these missing people are actually children as well. So there's all kinds of stuff that goes on with this. There's a quick TikTok video that Chris is going to play right now. And then we can discuss it afterward. He's going to put up the map. Um, just a bunch of crazy stuff. So, Chris, go ahead and play that video. U.S. government covering up something sinister in its national parks. Some people think so. People have suggested that missing persons reports from across the country line up strangely well with the cave systems that are found in national parks that are protected by the U.S. government. Now, some people think that these cave systems within the national parks are being protected and preserved by the U.S. government to keep tribes of cannibals separated from the rest of us. Some people think that it might be a civilization of reptilian type humanoids, or maybe it's just an advanced group of mole people. We may never know, but it is strange this correlation that's going on with those underground cave systems and disappearances that have been unsolved that have happened in those national parks 
going back over 50 years. Maybe it's because national parks are just inherently dangerous wild places and people are unprepared, they get lost, and they disappear. Or maybe something else is going on. What do you think? Buddy, you'll you'll be up in a sec. So, um, as you can see, uh, I just have a question. Go ahead, bud. I just have a, qu a quick question. I just have a real quick question. <laughs> You're no that fun real today, quick man. Question is, he's a lot of fun today. Is it not? Is it not funny that the guy said, "Is it like cannibals? Is it this or is it just advanced mole people?" Like, oh. <laughs> It's just advanced mole people. My bad. But that Guys, that's I, that would be my first go-to right away. If if he it's didn't say just that, advanced mole people. Everyone, calm down. I got upset because I was gonna say that when it was my turn. I'm like, it's obviously advanced mole people, buddy. Are you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Just so first, advanced mole people. Okay, so I'm gonna give you my take, and then you can go, buddy. Thanks you for interrupting all day today. Um, that, uh, don't be all butter. You, you had to yeah, rush. You know, anyhow, um, so the top map, so the top map you guys see on here is the uh, missing people. And then the bottom is the cave systems. So I looked into this a little bit and um, personally, I'm not a believer. I do think it's a little weird that people are going missing in these caves, but I do not think that there's like some cannibals or like headhunters or like mole people or like reptilian aliens. I think people are just going out hiking and people. It's just more people. I think people are just going out hiking and then getting lost. And there might be some like savage, like, you know, wrong turn West Virginia type people running around there using their, their advantage and just like killing people and burning them alive and cutting their heads off. So I, it is weird with the cave system. I'd have to look into that a little bit further if it's actually accurate. You know, this was, I found this online, so maybe it's not, but that is a little, you know, that it coincides with the missing people, but I don't think it's any of the things that were just said on that video. And that's my take. Zach, you're up. So, one, I've seen this map before. Um, there's two different angles to look at it. I'm not really sure where I lay. First of all, all I got of the about three angles I can look at it right now. Go this way. Well, you're just more flexible than the rest of us, man. I don't want to tell you. Um, no, he's not. He's so got a battery in his ass. I've been able to touch my toes for years. <laughs> So all those cave systems are also in mountain ranges. More people go missing in mountain ranges and national parks than literally anywhere else, uh, simply for the fact that, like we said earlier, the, they're idiots. And they're the equivalent of a lieutenant who's missing half his brain. He just doesn't know what he's doing, doesn't know how to navigate, doesn't take the right stuff with him. Um, but that's not to discount the fact that caves and deep underground military bases are a thing. There's plenty of testimony to indicate that that's true. There's plenty of literal receipts um, that you can find if you go deep enough into the internet to prove that they've been built i mean you want to get really deep you can go through the idea that fema camps and walmarts are connected by tunnels and the walmart logo looks like a boring one of those giant boring machines so you can go real deep on it that one i've heard of that one yeah yeah but surface level it's the most occam's razor the most likely explanation is that caves are in mountain ranges the mountain range map and the disappearance map matches up because more people get lost and die in mountain ranges than in other places. And it just so happens that a lot of mountain ranges in the country are uh, protected areas. But that's all what the government wants you to think. So, you know. Hey, before you go, buddy, Jeremy Daniels on a chat thread, are you like screaming this because you're writing in all caps? I don't know what you're saying, but are you, it feels like you're yelling at me and I don't like it, Jeremy. So stop yelling at us. All right, bye, buddy. And Kevin in the chat, Kevin says you should play the trailer of Missing 411 that I just put up kevin i have seen that that's what brought me onto this it's actually a whole documentary 
um, which is kind of crazy. And it talks about that little boy who disappeared and everything. Yeah, a lot of crazy stuff. Who knows? But, buddy, you don't have to raise your hand. Guess what? It's your fucking turn. So, so I'm going <laughs> to... You guys, you guys, Dave, trigger his fuck. <laughs> I'm going to apply something real crazy. We're going to call it common sense, right? So why do people go to national parks? First of all, people go to national parks. So they don't live there. They go there to visit, i.e. they don't know the area. Then they go hiking, and then all of a sudden, we're mind blown that they become missing. Sounds like a lot of people go to an area that they don't know, and then they start wandering through the forest like Bambi is going to come out and lead them to fucking safety. And turns out that's not the case. And we're talking about hundreds of thousands of acres of fucking land that's on the side of mountains and also has caves and tunnels and shit in it. I would say that that probably has more to do with why people go missing in national parks than just mole people, probably. But maybe it could just be mole people. And you know what? Mole people got to eat, too. So They do. You know. Alternately, it, it could, could be, be yeah. We don't know. But So, there's yeah, there's 4,500 yeah. caves in U.S. national parks. There's all the caves. There's approximately 45,000 caves across the U.S. Yeah, but how big is the population of mole people? You know what I mean? Like, how much do they have to eat to sustain them for a year? That's what we really have to Yeah, we got to figure this shit out. Correlation yeah. of yeah you know what i mean also are they are they also using like plants are they eating plants are they like subsidizing their fucking diet like how many well, people I mean, how tall are, yeah, how tall are they and, yeah how tall are they and how much do they need to eat because if there's 1600 people missing a year in these national parks and then a lot of them you know are found again so you know there might out of those 1600 it's maybe two three hundred that aren't found so uh, does that cover all the more maybe, people for you know Maybe what we could do is we could just take some of the plant-based proteins that we have all over the place and toss them in there and they'll stop and people will stop being missing because the mole people will just eat soy. Yeah, burgers. they'll get gluten allergies and can't eat humans anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good idea. Maybe we think about it. Maybe all we right. send it in. Let's let's send it up. So yeah, definitely. So so Fuck. yeah, all of it's bullshit. And I agree with you on that, buddy. But definitely like some of the murders that have happened where like people's heads gets chopped off. Those aren't animals. I think those are some fucking people taking advantage of the situation of, you know, other individuals. being well, yeah, like, they made a whole movie about it. It's called Deliverance. People yeah, squeal yeah. Like wrong turn is kind of similar to it, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Wrong, wrong turn. Wrong turn is real as fuck, though. Like, <laughs> not a huge deal if you if you're sorry if, if you live in West in Virginia is watching. That's where my that's where my family line's from. I'm telling you, man. It, it, you go out there, yeah. it's a different lifestyle you, out there, man. West Virginia, it, it, fuck if, around. If you live in the middle of the fucking forest and then somebody fucking stumbles in, there's a good chance you ain't getting out of there. You're tweaked out of your mind anyway. So if a, yeah, if a mole person eats in the middle of the forest and no one is around to see it, did he still get full or no? I don't yeah, think so. Brian, 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 one of our great moderators on BT Official uh, said that he lives 40 miles from where Deliverance was filmed. And he's like, if I hear banjos, I'm out of there. Like, I'm running. Yeah. <laughs> if I hear banjos, I'm running. 
<laughs> Trick question, Zach. If a, if a mole person eats in the middle of the woods, somebody has to be there. That's what they eat, space folks. So, yeah, they get full, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Well, look, we just proved it it's live. Folks. We just proved it. Yeah. Boom. Done. Yeah, I mean. Everything, it's real. Dave, it's real. Don't go to the national parks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Anyway, Nick. Nick, let's All right, so tell this, your wisdom is, that you're going to... Yeah, this is the one where I would tend to believe is 100% accurate, um, especially <laughs> with the with the mole people, because you know we do all this just mole we people. do all this we should do all this fake imaging with uh, you know AI and aliens, and we keep talking about aliens and you know yada yada yada. Okay, no, like people go they disappear. This is this is real stuff. Like they disappear all the time, and a lot of them are are idiots. Okay, like. The person who does like this, like Monica said, selfies with the bears. You have to put a sign up that says no bear selfies. Okay. Like, yeah. We should leave dead. all that shit up to natural selection. It is. I mean, it was left they up got, to like, natural they selection. They got kiddie like, pools in it, like a big sign, no diving. What, is hey, the, yeah. what does the National Forest symbol look like for no, oh, no bear selfies? Oh, here we go. The, the, what, the Illuminati. Uh, so, like, <laughs> is, that, is that what we got going on? Because that's what I was going to go to, Zach. So you're pretty spot on with what I'm thinking here. Right, yeah. So I'm go I'm going with I'm turning this back to the Illuminati to the you know the third the New World Order. All right now there are definitely cave complexes that you know they're running supplies through doing all this stuff. You need people to work those caves. All right, so it is possible that we and who better than kids or moles too, right? Like actual moles that we turn genetically turned into half like human moles, right? And so it's like we we there there is a lot of stuff here that could actually be true. You know that they're going to actually keep hidden from you. And well, here's one of the things. Maybe that's why CRISPR was developed. I mean, they, they just needed to meld the human and mole DNA to create the perfect worker for their tunnel systems. Right. I mean, it, it makes sense. It makes more sense than. So they did to us, the Anunnaki, so we could uh, mine gold for them and build the exactly. pyramids. Just saying. Exactly. So I, I'm. You're trying real again. close to aliens, bro. <laughs> Yeah, so then it, and I'll I'm shut up. So you got me. So then, he, great job, Nick. I'm convinced now. So, then he, so you know. So then here you go. All right, just 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 think outside the box for a little bit. You 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 know that I've talked about this before. Like you don't just go up into the mountains and think you're gonna fuck around, right? When you go into the Appalachians, you know, and you go to up in them hollers, and you think you're gonna go fuck around, you're gonna find out. Like the, the federal out. government, the federal government tried to go up into those hollers, all right? You know, and they found out. Like, is like no, like, so there are people up there. There are things in the, in the in that land that you can't explain. Like, who, who goes in there? You don't go in there. You don't go in that cave. Like, you go in that cave, you're gonna die. Like, one, you're either not getting well, out. That's one of the or, big. That's one of the big reasons for the conspiracy is because a lot of these areas, like Buddy mentioned earlier too, like there's no vehicle access. These are like untouched places, and they say that the government specifically closes those areas down and keeps them secure. And like the forest rangers, like the rangers are all part of the big conspiracy too, and they all know about it. And like it, it's yeah. So maybe, maybe Nick, maybe it is a government conspiracy. I, I, I think it's a government caves. conspiracy that that they we have mole people that are doing the work for them. Just mole people, guys. Just average, just, just mole, mole people. people. And uh, but again, yeah. again the, no, the re no reptilians. You know, no we never hear we, we never hear of stories of people like heroically coming out of the mountains. You know, we just we just hear stories of dumbasses, and I think that's the media playing the conspiracy. It's where. Like, oh no, the people that die, they're just stupid. Like, no, maybe there was just a you know a group of people hiking and they knew what they were doing, and then they ran into the fucking mole people, right? Like, 
we're supposed to be in here, buddy. Like, uh, was, I, Ryan so. says biogenetic experiment gone wrong. Maybe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it is the mountains. I mean, I guess it technically could be giants, too. You guys remember the giant of Kandahar? Oh, we talked about him. We've covered oh, we talked about one. him. Hey, you're gonna get you're gonna get Buddy in trouble because it was his special forces. Yeah, group Buddy can't talk about it. that one. Yeah, his, yeah, I'm not his special yeah, forces we, group we, killed we're the Kandahar giant. Yeah, well, yeah. no, you didn't kill him. Yeah, we didn't kill him. We captured him, right? Buddy, Buddy called one of his buddies, and they admitted that it was true. Him. Yeah. They, oh yeah, yeah, he did. He said, "Oh yeah, I heard all about it." He, he technically there. just said, "I can't, I, I can't talk about it." Instead of just saying, "No, that's bullshit," he just said, "I can't talk about it." So that's kind of like. Basically saying yeah, yeah, yeah. that's straight up confirmation right there. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't. We can talk about it after the show. He wasn't allowed on fifth group's compound for two weeks after he brought it up. He was like, "You need to go. Yeah, yeah. You need to go yeah, calm down and, and recenter yourself." So, yeah, you think about whose side you're on. <laughs> Are you with us <laughs> or the Giants? What is this, Lord of the Rings? The story's crazy, yeah, man. We gotta protect these Giants at all costs. Schwacking soldiers with spears, man. Dude, he killed like four but rangers there are one giants strike. And like they found giants in Pakistan and Afghanistan. I don't want to get off topic, but they have found like giant skeletons there. I'm not saying the Kandahar giant occurred that situation, but they have found just like, like we giant. found full skeletons of uh, dinosaurs. Yeah, but here's no, the thing with no, the giants. No, that's all, all guessed. Look at all the old buildings. There's a conspiracy that says dinosaurs aren't real, but it's all bullshit. There is. They're there's saying like we've never found a full skeleton. Yep. The thing is, the giants, though, it's almost believable. Look at all the old buildings with the giant arch doors with the human door, the man door, like in one of them. That doesn't make any freaking sense. It's not like they're going to make it for carriages. Yeah, fucking large steps and shit. All kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You live in a crazy world. world. (laughs) Buddy's like... (laughs) Meanwhile, Russians are crashing spacecrafts (laughs) into the moon and... India just landed on the moon. Did you guys see the video footage of that? Oh or what? To build, to build a fucking hospital? Oh, so what are they God. doing there? I don't want to get into the moon landing conspiracy yeah. now because we're all over the place. But did you guys, you guys just Google later, Google the footage that India posted online of their like moon landing that happened yesterday or the day before. It looks like yeah. they did it on an Atari, bro. It's not, it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> Ryan Literally says they, like clo- they cloned sheep 30 years ago. You don't think we've done the humans? They did. Did we really clone sheep 30 years ago? Are you, uh, are, are, I think are it, we well, somehow? I think it was in the 90s, right? The but did we really like, clone them or like, was it just a news story? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Did you, did you, do you think we, they we, used the call center for mission control for that mission or like? Yeah, yeah. Just like Heartbreak Ridge. So everybody knows this. We have a problem. <laughs> well, we just covered a lot of conspiracies all over. Yeah. There we go. We're all, we're all going dark here in a minute. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was gonna come up behind Buddy and put a paper bag over his head. <laughs> Bro, my FBI agent yeah. is shitting, <laughs> shitting right now. It makes right, for so some good views, on. man. Yeah. Probably the best right. episode ever. It is, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's here. Follow yeah. the yellow. It happened. Brian Sell said it happened. It happened. How do you know it happened, Brian? Are you a coloniologist? Yeah. It's a coloniologist. Are you a colonizationist? That's something else. I don't know what that means. Are you, thing? Are you making up words? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. We <laughs> <So. laughs> do it too. I mean, we got compact bows. We got colonizationists. Compact. I'm sorry. I know you. I know you guys. Sinisi last week. Gary Sinisi. Yeah, yeah. You guys gave me shit. It's fine, though. Yeah. 
I speak three languages, no big deal. Yeah. Well, anyway, speak one right. Are you doing an honesty cap? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter if you speak three Now he's screaming, you can't hear him when he screams. It just... <laughs> fucking hell. I speak three languages at just, a fucking first Buddy, don't level. scream when you do your Great. honesty cap now so Great. we can actually hear you say something because just now we yeah, couldn't. Well, <laughs> Hey, hey, if uh if if you can't hear me, just fire your compact bow across the yeah, screen yeah. and I'll I'll be I mean, you should be able to hit him in this little three foot window here, you know. <laughs> it should be good. Yeah, it's real tiny. <laughs> Fuck it's bing. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, well yeah, now we get to get the butt now we get to go to Buddy's honesty cap, yeah. Oh, are we doing honesty cap? Yeah. We, we, you know, usually I try to be uh I tr I try to have something amusing to say for my honesty cap, but uh so last week we had Alan on, uh, who was going to the last out play. Um, and then, you know, a while ago we had, uh, what's this, uh, Brian man, Scott man, I left my program in there, Scott man, uh, who, uh, who wrote and stars in, uh, last out and, uh, so I just got something about going last week and uh, I found out that it was in Franklin and I was like, you know what? I'll go. Yeah, not a huge deal. It's, it's right down from where I live about an hour away. So I drove down, brought my kid, my fiance, and we went to this, uh, went to this play. I thought it'd be a, you know, a classy way to, to spend a Saturday afternoon. No big deal. Um, Dave, who's a big fat liar face. Uh, try to tell me that it would be a great time to bring. Uh, this explains why he's know, all some, over you today. Some acquaintances, some visitors, like people Absolutely. that you know, you, you're and I still super stand behind to. that. Let me. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's not true at all. That is a lie. Um, while this is, uh, it was a really, really good play, um, and a lot like our conspiracy theories, they uh, they did uh, a really good job of touching on Vietnam vets on. G-Watt vets on spouses, kids, like they, the they run the entire yeah, yeah. gamut. Yeah. Yeah. They, they run the entire gamut all while just focusing on one guy's kind of stories. Um, I mean, honestly, I even thought about Cliff during it when, when, uh, when they go through the, the, uh, the Pentagon getting yeah. hit during nine 11. Um, but it's a, uh, to say that it is a a super powerful uh, two and a half three hours of your life is uh, is for 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 us for people that have spent you know a while and gone on a bunch of deployments and given up a bunch and trying to see the spouse and the kids fucking perspective of all of it um, it is a I would I would say it's a it's almost a must see. Now, find yourself. You can find yourself, especially if you serve. You can find yourself in the play. Like at at some point of the play, you're like, yeah, I went through that. Oh, yep, multiple, all over the, all multiple over the place in the yep. play. Yep. yep. What part of it was you're going to um, stop fighting and go recruit really, people? Yeah, it doesn't really matter what you're doing, um, or what your job is in the army. You can find that. You can find yourself in it. Um, or if you're a spouse or the kid of somebody who's deployed, um, you can find yourself in it. Uh, and like, like again, honesty cap on it's a play plays are like acting cranked up, uh, another couple notches. So, you know, they're definitely the cliche army 
phrases and, and talk and stuff like that. Um, but it's not way overblown. Um, but I would suggest if, uh, you know, look up last out, uh, at your, your local theater. Cause it, it's, you know, it's going around the country. Um, and definitely take, don't take just some random person that you're going to try to go out and have a good time later on that night. Cause that's not going to be a thing. There's going to be a little cloud over after, uh, after you leave. But, uh, definitely if, if, I think later on today, when my son and I are just hanging out at some point, it's going to open up a conversation that's never been opened before. Um, if, uh, if, if by chance, uh, like, you know, you take your spouse that was with you during those deployments, it will definitely open up a conversation that's never really been opened before. Uh, it makes you think about not only what you went through, the sacrifices that you made, but also helps you to realize that there were a lot of other people that may not have been getting shot at, but were making sacrifices right alongside you. Um, and then, it, so not only that, but also, you know, there's a there's an old saying that wars change, but warriors don't. You know. The, the sacrifices that we made in GWAT are no different than the sacrifices that Vietnam vets made, that Korean vets made, that World War II vets made. Um, we all kind of had a lot of the same experiences, and you're not alone. That's the biggest thing I took from it is what you might think is your own unique story, which is unique in some ways to you. It's not as unique as you think it is. Um, and you're not by yourself the feelings that you're having you're not having in a in a vacuum other people are having those feelings at at one point as the as the play was ending we're talking about a play that everybody in there was was grown pretty much uh, a lot of old uh marine air force vietnam vets gwat vets a lot of folks that don't really show a whole lot of emotion. Um, but there were points of that play where you heard a lot of old people sniffling. Um, and there were points in that play that it was hard to not just break down and, you know, like baby cry. Did they do the discussion uh, at the end of it, buddy? Where they, they did. Yeah. They did yeah. do the discussion at the end. Yeah. Where, where they all, you know, kind of, uh, people come up and talk and ask them questions and uh, it's just, it's a, it's a really well done play and it's, it, it's so focused on the stories. It's not like if you're going to see set design, you might as well go somewhere else. Cause it, it's got, it's bare bones, some boxes, a wall with a bunch of, you know, trinkets on it. Does it have a chandelier drop from the, after. from the roof? No, oh. nope, nothing, nothing, not none at all. Fan of the opera, but even with none of that, it is uh, it well, it, like one of the Vietnam vets got up at the end and and said, you know, this is probably the most powerful play I've ever seen in my life, um, and for us, it probably will be one of the most powerful plays you ever see in your life. I've seen some plays, and they're entertaining, 
but this one actually had some meaning. Oh yeah, I've seen uh, the wizard. Well, not the wizard of Oz. What call bullshit on that? Wicked, 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 homie. Just watched it in London. Boom. Yeah. Get off my knee. Wasn't it? A, wasn't uh, that? A, wasn't that a video? No, nah, it was a play. Oh, I watched yeah. the play. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm cultured as shit, dude. Fuck it out of here, being cultured as fuck, homie. Uh, but anyway, I, like I said, if if you're listening, and uh, like, I would suggest that, and then you know the uh, so Gary Sinise, it, it also talks about uh, the play Tracers that he made way back in the day. I'm personally going to look it up. It's a it's a it's almost the same thing, just a Vietnam veterans account of Vietnam that they did in like 1983. Um, And hopefully there's some YouTube videos or some videos of that. Cause I, I would love to watch that just to get my dad's perspective. Um, But it's a, uh, it's definitely honesty cap fully on well worth it. Well, well, well worth the conversations that are going to have that are going to have later on. Um, And definitely worth being able to get, the perspective of other people and for them to get your perspective uh over the whole thing and if you're uh if you're if you're having a hard time dealing with the withdrawal from iraq or afghanistan it's definitely worth going to see because it it deals a lot with the emotions of the withdrawal so anyway that's my that's my honesty. Yeah, tip. well, you know, I'll, I'll get I'll get on that real quick here, but uh, just to turn it back into humor because that's what the chat there has allowed us to do. Uh, we had somebody giving you a compliment. Bobby says, you know, airborne. You know, like yeah, agree with you, airborne. And then yeah. and then Jeremy Daniels comes over the top and says air assault. Okay, and so just Jeremy, no. You know, hold up, no. funny story. I was sitting in a, a pancake place the other day, just off of a uh, hundred of a uh, fucking Fort Campbell, and these two old veterans were sitting there talking. I almost lost my shit because they were like, "Yeah, they got it where you can wear you, you know." I've seen some people wearing their airborne wings over their air assault wings, and blah 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 blah. And I wanted to, I almost if they weren't super old dudes like i'm old but not super old yet if they weren't super old <laughs> no you're really pretty old jump up you're pretty the, old i'm Just... like yeah yeah they're wearing their airborne wings over their air assault wings everyone has air assault dick bag everyone <laughs> not everybody jumps out of airplanes the 82nd jumps out of helicopters all you gotta do is land and step off you might as well be in a truck you nerds you remember you didn't do anything Yes, everybody in the 82nd is airborne qualified. You motherfuckers can't climb a rope to get aerosol qualified. Right, exactly. Oh, exactly. first too. Boom. Exactly. Do like, you remember like it remember like in third climb grade up. when you learned how to climb up a rope and slide back down it? Like you literally you literally super, have the I, fucking qualifications of a third grader. All right? Like like, I like, took uh, my I took my like nine year old daughter to the aerosol obstacle course. And she climbed right up the fr- yeah. Because my platoon, yeah. she climbed the rope, and then I let some of the privates like I was like, all right, get up there, and they couldn't do it, and I was like, did you see the nine year old girl do it? Yeah. Did you see it? She did it. <laughs> she did it. So yeah. She's nine, and a girl. Yeah. She could be aerosol qualified. You. 
you need to go away. Yeah, so just just get off that aerosol thing, uh, Jeremy yeah, Daniels. If they, were so like, proud of me, if they were so proud of me in aerosol, they would change the tab above their dumb little buzzard patch. Right, exactly, exactly. And the they still call chicken. themselves airborne. All right, we got the. Uh, oh, we got. Dude, hey, we, I used to lose my shit. Hey, we got a YouTube. We got a YouTube watcher. Jump boots on and their dumbass cowboy hats. Hey, we got a YouTube watcher, which is rare because there's now we 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 found it's out. Jimmy. No, it's not Jimmy. We found out that Gotta there was two. We found out there was two. But now we got Major Sunyan. <laughs> He's uh, I'm laughing at your name because of your comments. Like, are you speaking to us like in Chinese proverbs? Like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. But uh, appreciate you blowing our YouTube up. Like. Like that's great. Like I mean, <laughs> double today. Yeah, we just we just quadruple double our, quadruple our yearly comments. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's generally just Jimmy. Exactly. Telling me I'm fucking stupid. I know. We need Jimmy back on yeah. there. Get on there. Uh, but yeah. no, back to the yeah. back to the Odyssey cap before I get it over to Zach is, uh, you know, like I talked about it. I think what season one. You know, season one of the yeah, probably season one of the trans season two is only three episodes <laughs> in. So. so we don't know what season we're on. We just keep doing this. Um, but we, we, <laughs> five, 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 six, seven. Uh, fucking yellow. Well, we, I think we, I think we had a show like on uh, spouse day, military spouse day, or something like that. And you know, it was again like that conversation that 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 this play can create. Hopefully, it does that for some people. Like. I, I, I think I was a little bit lucky enough to have some of those open conversations early in my marriage with that in the DOD where it was like, you know, you don't think about it till you, you know, your wife tells you, it's like every time the phone rings, she jumps like every single time, you know? And then it's like, when you don't, when it's combo blackout and you're used to a certain amount of, you know, you know, communication on, yeah, on MySpace or whatever, you know, like just some kind of like, whatever, maybe, maybe an email. And all of a sudden it's been like two weeks. They know something bad has happened. Right. And when the phone rings, when they know something bad has happened, like forget about it, you know? So like, yeah, it's, you don't got to be shot at to have done anything for, you know, the cause and what this, what, you know, our veterans and what ourselves have done. But uh, mm-hmm. no, that's a great Oscar, but a good, great explanation of the play. Uh, I was supposed to go to Phoenix and see it. Uh, you know, duty called, so I couldn't. And I'll Cliff's on the chat because we gave a shout out to him. Oh, thank you for gracing yeah. us with your present, Cliff. Like you know, it's like thank you, I watch. I watch your show when you're live. I watch it. Okay, I'm just saying. All right, Dave stopped watching our shows. Well, Dave starts texting me during our live shows now. It's like Jesus, Dave. Like, Every time, bro. <laughs> Every so, time, man. Dave, yeah. I'm on a show. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But uh, like clockwork, man. I don't, know if Cliff, I don't know if Cliff has seen it either. Oh, P.S. If you're a veteran, the show is free. Yeah. And if you're not a veteran, it's twenty-five entire dollars. Yeah. Per person. <laughs> uh, I would suggest that if you are a veteran, um, donate the twenty-five dollars to the theater that's allowing them to do it. Um, because it's twenty-five. It's, bucks. it's veterans, first it's responders, so. It's also first responders and everything. Yeah. So for those of you that are watching, and you can bring yeah. your family though for free too. So, but it's worth just paying it just for the cause. Like they're doing amazing stuff. So yeah, well, I mean they they've, they've got people that travel with them, just in case something in the play hits you hard. I mean these dudes had like a safety brief. They have like people outside that can sit down and talk with you if you're a Vietnam vet, if you're a yep. GWAT vet, whatever, first responder, whatever. Um, 
they even have if you're having a medical emergency, they got medics that can come fucking. Yeah, no, they covered everything. Right yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. It's, it's, I, it's very well done. Yeah, and and then again, that's what I think we're progressing as a society of taking care of veterans. Where well, I'm seeing it in the other company that I work for with the suicide and suicide intervention, sharp prevention is when you put people through real scenarios, like you're going to trigger people. Like, and it's going to be something where you're going to catch people. And so every time I go do my training that I travel for, I go, hey, make sure your prevention team's ready. All right. Make sure they're there because there's going to be two or three people that are going to take that headset off and they're going to walk out. They're not going to say a fucking word. Right. And it's like, you better go grab them. Like, like, like that's, they're a part of something like that. Uh, And here's what I'm going to get at. I'm going to get to our guests. Here's what I'm going to get at with what you guys are talking about and that trigger and having the people there. And here's where we're progressing. And we need to get these old gray beards and these soft ass people out of the prevention units that are like, I'm worried about triggering people. No, we should 100% trigger triggered. people. Like yeah, that's that the only way you're going to have an effect. Yep. You're going to yep. find out, right? When you put something like that in front of them, you're going to find out who's struggling, right? As opposed to, you know, hey, here's the myths and rumors of sexual assault or suicide. Like, no, no. Like, here's the rumors of PTSD. No, show it. Fucking show it, right? And you're going to start seeing people that, that maybe have never sought help, and then you get the help. So, uh, yeah, great point, and I hope that we keep progressing. And we know Scott. We know Colonel Man. He's freaking awesome, uh, and he's going to keep going with it. But Cliff said his car show is fun. I'm trying to wear your shirt, okay? So there that is. You know, like, so now we got, oh. Hey, boys, I got to jump off. Here. All right, jump so, off. Oh, you're going to like I, this I, comment I, that was just said, too. But, yeah, jump off. Well, the guy says, let's make it 23 a day. Like, we're like, oh, so not, again, Tyler, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. I guess, I guess everything that we just said was stupid. You know, we don't have any fucking idea what we're talking about. Um, so, yeah, Tyler, uh, you might not want to follow this page because we hold veterans accountable. All right. So, yeah. Mm, to include ourselves, you might. Yeah. Because yeah. so, not triggering people and then dealing with what triggered them. Yes. Is uh is how it got the twenty two genius. He does anyway, he doesn't get that. Go. He doesn't get that. All right, open your fucking eyes, yeah. Tyler. Okay, all right. So it's yeah. like whatever. Anyway, right. yeah. Say goodbye to the, say, later, boys. Say goodbye to the bro vet. All right. Um, Bye, buddy. Bye, buddy. buddy. Love you. Later. Yeah, but it, so anyways, yeah, Tyler. Hey, sorry you feel that way. It's not a mistake. You know, a lot of people feel your way when they're more immature and uned- uneducated. Uh, it is what it is. Um, no, the point is to get triggered. Like I had to have triggering events that made me go seek therapy. And I pray every day that, that like, thank you that I was able to go get that therapy um, for sure. But you got, you got You got to trigger people. Uh, otherwise you're never going to know what's bothering them. Okay. Let's get on to a too bad buddy had to leave, but we got Zach who's been patiently waiting. Uh, we don't know much about Zach. He sent us a bio. I think uh, each of us read about three sentences of it. So like, we don't, we don't really know. Um, but he was in the Navy, I think not sure, you know, I didn't think people like actually joined the Navy, um, to ride dirt bikes because Tom Cruise rode a crotch rocket. Right. And that's the only reason anybody our age would join the Navy is so we could be top gun. Um, so you obviously didn't, you failed at that. You weren't a pilot, uh, and you didn't drive a crotch rocket. You decided to go the dirt bike route, but anyways, 
No, Zach, welcome to the Dumpster Fire. Welcome to the Trash Talk Hour. And you have started an awesome organization, Carolina Dirt Bike Rentals, to help, uh, you know, just again, no matter, it doesn't fit every veteran, okay? But this is just something that might be good for somebody that needs to get out, experience nature, get after it. So, uh, Zach, say hi. What you got going on? What's up, gentlemen? Hello to your viewers. Show, brother. Thank you all. Drive fast and take chances, all that good stuff. But before I talk about me at all, I just do want to take a second to recognize Today is the 26th of August. It has been two years since 13 service members were killed. Uh, the event we just had last week, we took these 13 flags and some others as well to the top of a mountain. We read their names. We took a moment to remember them and, uh, and honor their sacrifice. Uh, I'm sure these guys can link uh, the video to that if you're interested in seeing it. Um, but I, I know this is not why I'm here. I'm here to talk about what we're doing. But I want to talk to Tyler, the guy that just commented to you. Tyler, if you're walking through the woods and you think there's a bear trap in front of you, and you know that that bear trap is going to cause you or somebody else serious harm, are you going to walk away without tripping it, or are you going to go find you a rock or a stick and poke that son of a bitch? So Great that it can't point. Anybody? Great if you're point. a responsible person, you're going to make sure that that thing lights off so you know where it is, how it's going to hurt someone, and you can prevent it from doing any damage. So don't Great be that point. guy that looks at the problem and goes, that's for someone else to fucking deal with. Grab yourself by the balls and fucking handle it. And it sucks. Every time you have that conversation, you need to start asking your buddies when you tell they're down, are you going to kill yourself? Are you thinking about hurting yourself? Are you going to do something you regret? Because I can't even tell you one, two of the flags that were carried on last Saturday were for personal friends of mine that no one fucking checked in with because no one thought they needed to. Both of them, both of them died. One of them made a bullet. One of them jumped overboard in the middle of combat operations. Yeah, that's Don't a great that point, No, great, great point, Zach. That, that's a great way to put it. Great way to put it. So, yeah, again, trip that. Yeah. I, I'm going to use that. I'm going to steal that, Zach. I'm going to steal that. Oh, I'm you're going to steal what's really given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was good. That was good. <laughs> but, so, perfect. Yeah. So, let me like a 30-second background on myself. Um, I grew up in Arizona, joined the Navy when I was 22. I'm a third-generation sailor, actually second generation on the Nimitz. I was a CTT or an EW, for those of you that know or care. My job was super nerdy and not that cool. Uh, so we're not going to talk about it literally at all. Um, while I was in the Navy, I started watching videos online about dirt bikes. And I'd never ridden a motorcycle before, but I really wanted to get into it. Mostly because I was a broke ass E4 and didn't have any hobbies and wanted something productive to do. And I was stationed up in the Pacific Northwest where we have all kinds of awesome single track. And uh, single track being a narrow trail, double track being a wide trail. Most of you will catch on. Um, and so I bought this blown up bike cause I've always been a mechanic and I'm like, you know what? I can't afford a new bike, but I can rebuild this one. So I got the, the benefits of spending time in my garage. I could think through things. I could work through things. And that's when I realized that, Hey, this, this motorcycle thing, whether it's turning wrenches or, or twisting throttles, like this has some benefits. And I, that, that was my first experience with it. So I built this bike, taught myself to ride and I started building a community out there of people that I rode with. And this is 2019. So this is uh, before COVID happened. We're spooling up for deployment. Um, we deployed in 2020 uh, in April. Uh, we were gone for 11 months. Uh, during that time, they dropped the COVID vaccine mandate. Uh, I decided early on that I was not going to take that. And I told them to get fucked. And they said, get out. But they drug their feet so long trying to kick me out because they suck at literally everything they do that uh, I, my contract just expired. So I didn't actually get yeah, I didn't actually. Hey, get so you, just, you just ETS. Yeah, yeah, just ETS. 
and uh, that there's there's all kinds of fun stories we can talk about at some point with that. But uh, yeah, so that was my exit from the Navy. It was untimely. I had orders, fallen orders to Chantilly, Virginia to work for the National Reconnaissance Office and a civilian job lined up after that. And it was going to be awesome. Um, but I'm the kind of person that will never put a paycheck over principles. So I made my decision. I lived by it. And that brought me here through another series of circumstances that are so boring and long, I'm not going to waste your time with, uh, brought me here to North Carolina. Uh, and as soon as I could, as soon as I was back on my feet, I bought another dirt bike and started riding again for the same reasons as before. I needed a mental health, health mental health outlet and English lessons. Um, I needed something to do that was a hobby that, you know, being that I'm a mechanic, I could, I bought an old bike that was, you know, not perfect and got into it that way. Um, cause it is expensive. Um, and what that did for me was two things. One, it got me acquainted with a couple of people that rode and I started building a community, um, not at first of veterans, but uh, just the people that rode. And that was, and then that mission to get better at riding. Um, you know, when you get out of the military, you guys know it's a, it's a hard stop and a sudden direction change. And lots of people talk about experiencing PTSD. Um, PTSD is a billing code. PTSD isn't really a thing. What you're experiencing is uh, aggravated loss, loss of identity, loss of mission, loss of friends, loss of financial stability, loss of purpose, loss of all of these things, loss of friends that, you know, you could consider your family. Um, and it's all to different levels. Everyone experiences it differently. Um, and for me, knowing that my guys were on deployment, um, like they just got back a few months ago, the guys, the team that I trained was on deployment. The mission went on without me was hard to deal with. And it's a lot of hard for a lot of people. Um, and so having this new mission, which started out as I just want to get better at riding dirt bikes, uh, quickly turned into, well, I don't really want to be told what to do anymore. And I want to work for myself. And I turned that, uh, started turning that into a business, which I'm still working on because shit's expensive and stuff is hard. And I'm just going to take my time and do it right with no debt. Um, and then as that kind of grew, I realized that, you know, this isn't about Zach wants to make a bunch of money. I just want to ride dirt bikes and have good friends. And, you know, I could help people with this program. So I started looking into it. And so, uh, I was listening, I can't remember what podcast it was, but they were talking, it was a vet podcast and they were talking about, uh, getting off the X, which is not something that was ever part of my training, but I'm sure for anyone that's ever gone to combat, you've heard that phrase, move off the X, get off the X, which is as much to say is when bad shit happens, when life goes pear shaped and everything's upside down, you're getting shot at, there's an ambush vehicle accident, whatever. Uh, don't stay there, move. And so the move or moto offered veteran experience, uh, acronym came from that concept. So in combat, you're moving away from the site of an ambush. In civilian life, you're moving away from loneliness, depression, alcoholism, drugs, financial instability, whatever that thing is that's causing damage, that's, that's fucking your life up. You need to move away from it. And dirt bikes are a vehicle that I can use to help people do that. Um, so this program started out as an idea. I've gotten some support from some awesome sponsors. I actually, I'm not I'm not just on here to plug a whole bunch of people, but I do want to say. Oh, that, go ahead. Oh, then shit. Yeah. Yeah. If they're helping you out, go ahead. Yeah. So Give a shout it, out for sure. Yeah. So it started out with the idea that I couldn't afford to do this by myself. And so I was like, well, I'm not going into debt and I hate asking people for money because I've always believed in earning your way. Um, and so I'm like, okay, sponsorships. Well, what's a sponsorship? It's a marketing partnership. I have no clue how to do that. So I linked up with a lady named Catherine. Uh, she owns a company called Leaky Mushroom Moto Ranch. She's out of uh, Minnesota and she is a motorsports marketing professional. And she taught me how to brand my business, what that even means, how to do research, how to learn what to say, 
and then also who to say it to, how to do reach outs, how to have these conversations, how to talk on camera. And through that, I've been able to secure uh, support for this through companies like Enduro Engineering. Any bike we buy for the MOVE program, um, I'm sure there's a cap for this at some point, but right now we only have a couple. They bought, they they sent us, they make armor for bikes and they fully upper armor our bikes. Oh, that's um, awesome. That Yeah, dude, that's, that was huge. That, they're one of the biggest, and in my opinion, the best Enduro Engineering. Enduro Engineering. They make hard parts. It's all made in the USA. I believe it's in Michigan um, or Minnesota. I can't remember. One of those great white north states. Um, but yeah, USA made and they they take care of us, make sure our bikes stay armored. Um, there's another company called Muckoff. They make uh, cleaning products and maintenance products. They gave us stuff to give away for the event. Um, and the, the thing about these companies is they saw the, what I was doing and in whatever way they could, because we also sponsorship has seasons, but all of these sponsorships were out of season. Okay, we, we've already got all our finances allocated, but we still want to support. And so I'm very grateful that they made our they made our launch event happen because I also believe that action and the ability to execute is what separates ideas from results. And so I knew that I had to do something besides talk about it on the internet. And a lot of us vets, um, myself included, sometimes this is something I struggle with. Um, we spent so long doing awesome shit and having a mission and a purpose that was outside of ourselves that we tend to live in that history. You live based on what you did, who you were, your rate, your rank, whatever the hell it happens to be, the, the combat you saw. Your life, while it was influenced by that, is not defined by that in the present. And so it's important that when we have an idea now or something we want to do now, that we just choose one action, the next action we can take and execute on that. And so for us, for Carolina Dirt Bike Rentals, for MOVE, for myself, that next action was hosting this launch event last Saturday. Um, I had 11 veterans, uh, actually 11 total people, a couple more active duty, a couple more veterans show up. We rode dirt bikes. We had lunch together. We built some new friendships. Um, we also have a private online community, a Slack channel um, that's for anyone that participates or companies that want to support our, our participants. And so not only did we have this event that brought people together physically, we retained that connection uh, on the internet. I mean, it's it's one way that we can keep people in touch with each other so that this program can keep on giving back. Um, yeah. About, I'll jump in, Zach. Uh, you know, what you said, a lot of stuff you said was awesome. Uh, Richard Marshall said, great analogy, Zach. Keep fighting the good fight uh, on YouTube. Um, again, we, we cover this a lot with PTSD. And like, one of our... One of my favorite, I shouldn't say ours, it depends on what they, the other guys think about, but I'm sure they agree. One of our favorite guests was uh, Lieutenant Colonel Retired Dade, uh, Gade, who uh, wrote Wounding Warriors, right? And he talked about PTSD as a blanket acronym that doesn't really exist. But PTSD does exist, but saying you have PTSD is not is not the right thing to say, yeah. right? I have PTSD. Okay. Like, with what? What is like it? What what yeah. what do you have? Uh, and that's a huge to holding our brothers and sisters accountable as veterans is what do you have? And uh, I don't want to get an argument with Susan because I think she's blocked on BTT, but she's still good on Grunt Wars. Uh, we, uh, we, we, we can talk about no, that. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, normally we love Susan, but you know, Susan, when you start saying things that gets us blocked, we have to block you. All right. Like, so you're good on Grunt Wars because they're always under fucking probation. So say whatever fuck you want on there um no but again she she's saying like this here's a point of it 
is it's a flip switch when you become a civilian again. Now you must live all that you love. You must live for all that you love and not die for it. Live it. Fucking difficulties that difficult as hell. She just called me a pussy. That's fine, Susan. Um, <laughs> so simple. She's like, it's so simple to live that way. Well, Susan, I'm going to guess you don't have much PTSD if it's so simple for you to live that way. All right. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's positive. We're glad yes, for that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm. I hope it's very Susan. That she. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's okay, very simple. I hope it's very simple. Um, but you know, it's you know, you know, if if coming out as a you know as a as an airborne ranger qualified infantryman and talking about my problems Susan makes me a pussy, then I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> because there's there's plenty of uh, you know you hardcore charging people like you, Susan. That just is so fucking simple. Um, you know the things in life that i care about she got you triggered go ahead yeah go ahead. the people that care most about well, i'm saying like, like you can't say that like ptc doesn't exist uh, like aspects of it 100 do to just label it and say you have it is a great point and i'm going to segue this into something uh, Zach, here in a second um you know you the thing that i got talked to by a psychiatrist was like the things that you care most about in the civilian world actually trigger your ptsd the most because you're so worried that you're not doing good enough. Yeah. So like you said, Susan, you're right. I'm trying to live for everything I love. But because of what I've been through, it's am I doing enough? Right? And it triggers something that happens in combat. It triggers something that happens in leadership roles to where it's like, you're like, I, Susan, I don't want to judge you by the cover, but I don't know if I, I don't I don't know if you've uh, you know seen people age thirty years in twelve months, okay? Like you see that in leadership in combat, okay? Because they're they don't sleep. Leaders don't sleep in combat, right? Especially if it's an austerious environment, not a cakewalk, you know, deployment. Like like <laughs> you don't sleep. You're constantly planning. You're constantly preparing. All right. You're you're constantly worried about taking care of the people you're responsible for. Right. So that being said, we take that to another step as veterans and we find ways, anyways, any outlets to train people. So, Zach, like and to help people like what? Give us a story about how you've seen motocross help people. Because I got a great my brother in law is a big motocross guy and veteran. So, like, I'll definitely I'm going to connect with you after the show. But it's like like. What, what have you seen, like, what, what have you seen people come out, either try it for the first time, maybe reconnect with it, you know, or like, like, give us a story about that. So um, just for clarity's sake, um, we've done exactly one event. We're, we're new. And even in that one event, there was a man, uh, first name Mark, that came to this event. And I didn't know at the beginning, because before this event, I gave opportunity for participants to give us names. I haven't, there was another couple flags in, that we took with us to give us a name and a status and a branch to have put on a flag so that they could carry their, their buddies with them. Well, well, Mark didn't send me any names. And I don't know if that was an accident. I don't know if it was on purpose, but he didn't send any. So we get up to the top of this mountain. Primarily what we do is enduro riding versus track riding. So trails. And we get up to the top of this mountain he was the last guy to read names. And so he read the two names that on the flags that he was carrying. And then he had to take a pause because he broke down 
um, he had two other names that he carried in his heart that for for uh, comrades that had committed suicide. Uh, it's in the video, and I think for him and from our conversation afterwards, for him not coming to this event with an expectation that he was going to be moved, that he was going to um, feel the presence of his friends. Um, I don't think he expected that necessarily, but for that to be able to happen and for him to have all of us around him, all 13 of us around him uh, at that time uh, and doing this thing to honor the fallen, whether it be by suicide or killed in action, um, it's moments like that that I had in mind when I created this. Um, the ability to get that pain and bring it to the surface. You know, we use the battle flag imagery a lot in our merchandise and in our, on our website. And the reason I use that, that tattered flag is because I want to remind people that even though that American flag is worn, it's been damaged by war, it's not perfect, it's not pretty, it still means something. And it's still worth something. So too, the veterans that served that under that flag, that carried that flag into battle. Just because you've been damaged by what you've been through, just because you're hurt by what you've seen and what you've experienced, you are still worth something. You still have meaning and value. And so we don't just discard a battle-worn flag. We don't throw it away. We don't mistreat it. We don't let it touch the ground, just like if it was perfect and pristine the day that it came from supply. We need to treat ourselves that way too. And this program, I want to be a way for people to, I want to use it to pour back into people's lives and remind them that you still have purpose. You still have mission. You still have an outlet. This is something that's good for you and healthy and a way for you to be around people who understand exactly what you've gone through. And there was no one surprised or bothered by the fact that this grown man was mourning and weeping for his friends on the top of that mountain. It was expected. And we've all knew exactly what he felt like because we've all done it. Hey, he was surrounded by warriors and they all understood exactly what, you know, and that's, you, you probably, and I'm sure there's more conversation going on with that individual now, but like, he probably doesn't do that as often, you know, because he didn't give up names, but then he did it, you know, like, yeah, that's you find, you find that's a way deep, to trigger man. That's deep. Like we say, get the demon out so we can crush it together, you know? So, yeah, that's Great that's point, phenomenal, Dave, yeah. man. And yep, you're going to yeah, you're going to yep. have a lot of that, I think, as you go on with what you're doing, because like we've experienced it with Veteran Trash Talk and with BTT Official. Shout out to all of our mods. You know, it's like a group where, you know, people like mention something and a whole community springs into action. Like, I think that's kind of what you're going to be doing with the dirt biking and all that. So you're going to experience that a lot. Um, yeah. and that's impactful as hell, man. So that is. That's and, and we'll continue to connect, uh, Zach, as well, because, you know, we find out that there's a few, uh, you know, organizations that have come on here that, you know, uh, we, we link them up with another organization on another coast. Right. And it's like now all of a sudden you have a network of I think it was. Uh, yeah, it was hunters. Right. There was hunters. But now they hunters. And, and then, yeah. But then we do this as well on veteran trash talk, which is awesome, is, is when somebody messages us saying, hey, you know, I got a buddy that's sucking right now. And it's like, well, what do they like to do? Oh, they like they well. They used to be a you know they used to ride bikes. They like where where they do like they fishing. live? Yeah, where guy do in they Texas, live? You know, yep. you know, like they they live uh, you know in Virginia. I'm gonna hook you up with Zach. All right, yep. and so like that the network is bigger as and again big shout out to you for you know you know going out and starting this and because that's the North courage Carolina. that I was yeah I was talking about uh, last week was having the courage to yep. start something. To do something even though all the negative nancy's you know were, are going to tell you not to or that you shouldn't do it um how do people get a hold of you how do people you know 
research what you've been doing and like how, how do they get to all that? So uh, the easiest way to get a hold of us is we're most active on Instagram, which is just at Carolina Dirt Bike Rentals. Um, and there, there's a link tree that's got ways to support us um, in whatever capacity you have a desire to, whether it be uh, coming out and participating. Because that's the other thing is I, you know, I, I haven't put this program out a whole lot because it's so new. This was our first event. And I really wanted just launched. Yeah, yeah we yeah. just launched. Right. Um, and so my intention is not to field this program uh, to the world with an outstretched hand for for stuff. I want people who can benefit from this, who want to ride uh, to contact me. Um, at first, there might be a waiting list. At first, there might be one or two at a time. You know, I've got two bikes. Well, if I'm going to take you somewhere, I need one of those. But eventually, I will grow this to the point where we can do a bunch of people at a time on our bikes to where we can do multi-day trips, to where we're out of state, to where I can fly stuff in, to where um, you can bring your families that I, I want to grow this. I will grow this. Um, but right now, the people that I want to talk to the most are the people who need to go and ride, who haven't done it since they deployed or whatever the case may be. I want those people to reach out to me either through my website, which is, again, is carolinadirtbikerentals.com. There's lots of ways to get a hold of me there or through my Instagram, which is at carolinadirtbikerentals. Yeah, I'm sure Chris will put that into the into the thread. But that, like you're saying, like you're you're opening up my head when, when you're talking about this stuff is tell us the costs of these things because we get we get donors on this show that will give to nonprofits or organizations based on the cost. Um, because tell what does that cost to let's say you wanted to without family and friends, you're gonna bring two two riders to your compound, wherever you're gonna go. How much does that cost? So I guess to start at the beginning, you got to have two bikes. Bikes are an average of $11,000 a piece. Um, year, you're looking at another probably four or $500 a set. Granted, that's, all this stuff is reusable. We have some of that already. Um, it costs for a day per person is probably about $300 to do it to the caliber that we want to do it. Um, and that's everything from food and fuel for the trucks, fuel for the bikes, um, that covers maintenance that, that about $300 per person per day, uh, full day of riding covers just about everything. All right. So you're, yeah, you're the, your operating costs are about 300 per rider a day. Right. If we're going to go out and just do one at a time, that's, that's about what it breaks down to at so this what, level. What number would get you so we can come up with this, but like it's, it's pretty, I mean, it's not that difficult, but what would be a good number of money to raise for you to send, I don't know, 10 riders, get 10 riders to come through like to where you had everything you needed to do to self-sufficiently run 10. Cause people, people think 10 is a small number, but it's not when you're like, like doing something like this. So like, what's, what's a good number to raise for 10 riders for the year, 10 riders for the year. Um, as long as they're one at a time, because I'm just going to factor, I don't have to buy more bikes. As long as they're one at a time, 10 riders would probably be about $15,000 to do everything. Um, if we're talking about doing a group of groups of 10 people, I mean, that's bikes and bikes are the bikes are honestly the biggest expense between uh, insurance and, and buying them. But that's part of the reason I was like, I'm just going to scale this solely. Like, I'm your typical dude. I make like 60 grand a year. I work real hard and I, I, but I am determined to make this happen because it means something to me. 
And so that's why, like, with the exception of the sponsor support for this last event, everything's been out of my pocket. And I'm good with that. I'm good with that because someone is going to benefit somewhere down the road from this. And so money doesn't mean shit. Money doesn't mean yeah, but but we gotta be we gotta be realistic. Like when it comes to doing the things we want to do that give us our our our, you know our own gratification, it does cost money to operate. Yeah, that's something I I got it. Like I'd love to say that hey, you know, but it does cost money to operate. Yeah, and we've like I said, we've had very generous donors on this platform that have. I was about to say, I think that's why Nick brought up the numbers because we've Mm -hmm. had, and I'm not gonna like go into details, but. Out of Texas, but they were, yeah, uh, yeah they received a lot after the number show. And so the, it's like it's the, important to know like who they're giving money to. They want to know all the facts. So and, I think that's money guys, money it. guys. Which I'm, yeah, you're right. You're spot on, Dave. Money guys, which I'm, you know, we're like when you're giving the money away, they, they're like they, they, but they've accumulated all that money because they know what it's worth and how like where every cent goes and right. yada yada yada. So they're sitting there like they're not. It's not that they want to say no. They just want to know, like, what is that? What does that buy? Yeah, because they might even give you more, right? It's like, wait, so can you do twenty? All right, I'll give you thirty for twenty. Like, but like that thirty k has got to take twenty riders out, right? Like it has to, right? And bam, and then so there's money guys out there that are paying attention, and so again, where do they go again? Say it again. I I don't think Chris put it in the, the chat thread. I haven't seen it. Where do they go again to? We got it. He needs 15. So you're saying right now, if you got a check for 15K, you could send 10 riders through throughout the year. Yeah, I could do 10 riders. And that's as long as they're local riders. If I'm not flying, flying people in is different. But like people that are local to me that drive to me, we'll get in my truck. We'll load the bikes up. We'll go and about about $300 a day covers. I think I, I, to be fair, I think I did that math, right? 10. 10 yeah. Well, I need it's kind of like Shark Tank, where like I need to know yeah. your numbers to where you have, because like I, I mean, maybe it's less because you're somewhere else or whatever. Like we have a who is who is the Fisher guy? He was uh, in South Carolina, Dave. He served with you guys before I got to the eighty second, but he had the little trailer out there. Maybe, uh, yeah, he had no, a little he's trailer. House, like he fucking drives fucking boats all day for a living now yeah but i'm saying but he has a, he has a little trailer out there where it's like on by the water where he puts you know he puts oh yeah 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 that one probably you know, yeah it, that's it probably doesn't, like it his... doesn't, yeah it doesn't cost that much like like you know like i could put i could house up veterans for a weekend we take them out fishing you know all the money's into the boat and stuff like that so uh say he's got pontoons man. now and stuff like he's ex- he's yeah that's awesome awesome. No, that's great. But um, okay, well, the, all right, I guess we can wrap it up to the AAR. Um, no, I, I'm excited, Zach, to see where you go in the future with this and any type of marketing or event that you have, give it to us. All right, okay. we'll uh, we'll we'll put we'll put it out. And uh, again, that's what people don't get about veteran trash talk. Even though we keep trying to hammer that nail down, we do all this shit for free. Okay, yeah. if you're a veteran-owned business or you do anything anything that helps veterans or first responders, we're gonna plug it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get people to again. One person might call you in the next three months because they watched their listen to this podcast, and who knows? Maybe yeah. it saves their life. And hopefully, our conversation again did something because we talked about you know we talked about the mole people. Yeah. All right. Now, like just the basic. They could mole be reptilians. They could be the, ba- the basic mole people, right? We I mean, talked they about could them. Be the pig. We don't know. Right. We don't know. So, like I said, we're, we're recapping the show. Well, you think I, it is them? 
Nick, you you were actually 100%. I'm 100% that it's real. Yeah, 100% it's real. Like, no, not, it's Illuminati. Like, they have their workers, right? They, they're they they're guarding the missiles. The caves actually go to rush. Epstein's Island. The right. caves go to, like, well, Epstein's yeah. No, they don't go to Epstein's Island. They go to the submarine launch that goes to Epstein's Island. Because he did have a submarine, so go fuck yourself. Yeah, so yeah, I'm trying. about to get Clinton. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the Clintons. The Clintons got, yeah, the Clintons have their own cave. <laughs> but um, either way, conspiracies there. And uh, ho- hopefully... Hopefully somebody watching this show all right understands that it's our job as veterans to be our brother's keeper. And if we trigger you, that's exactly what we want to do. All right. We want to trigger you so that we can find the demon and we can kill it. All right, because the demon's not you. All right. The demon is something else telling you fucking lies. All right. And if that answer is getting out. And riding on a dirt bike, all right. If that answer is going in painting, if whatever it is, but for Zach's case, if that's getting out and riding a dirt bike, or even learning how to ride one, or learning how to work on a bike to give yourself a hobby, right? That's what we're looking for here. So hopefully that happens. Uh, and I didn't want to say at the beginning of the show, so I'll say at the end. Uh, August twenty sixth is always a big day for me, um, and I know Dave's tracking this as well. But if you can look up, if you go on my Facebook page on VTT's Big Girl, um, that's when you know a sniper team that I used to work with, uh, they got overrun, and you know they were killed by a bunch of Sudanese insurgents, and they were some of the most professional people I've ever worked with. Uh, did a lot of great things with them, uh, and so Josh and Tracy, uh, you guys, you're always on our hearts and minds. I know. You know, we you're, we never forget you. What a day! Uh, what a day! And then, if you go if you go on my page right now, there's an article on there that was written about that day. Uh, also, his wife Kendra started a company, and because Facebook hates us, they don't share that stuff. Um, but she started a company, so if you go on my page and go down, scroll down a little bit, you'll see uh, that as well. Uh, so support her company, get on there, and there's not a day goes a, a day goes by because. It was the hardest thing for me because everybody says, you know, not everybody, but some people have survivor's guilt. Um, yeah, you get the last, for sure. Um, you get the last word, brother. Yeah. Uh, survive. I don't have survivor's guilt for my, for, for a lot of the stuff that I've done. I had survivor's guilt for Josh and Tracy because I was supposed to go out on that mission and I was scratched at the last second and somebody else went out. Right. So, I, I dealt with that for for years, right? For years until until I, I finally got it out. Like I finally got that demon out, and I you know and it's like, but it's still it's still that demon's still hovering around everywhere. All right, but I'm not gonna let him in. And I thank all of you on this page, all of you on this platform that helped me because it does help me when I see your stories, your struggles. You know, it goes into all right. What's that person dealing with? What's that person dealing with? How do we help them? So love you guys. Great show. Uh, conspiracy, dirt bikes, uh, Scott Man, big time, last out, elegancy of a green beret. I, I can't say the word, Chris, so get off, get over it. I'll just make it up. All right. So what is it? Elegacy? Watch it. Huh? No. No. Is it elegy? 
Elegy, yeah, Elegy, Elegy of a Green Beret. Well, oh, so now, so now I recoup myself from the beginning of a compact bow. Not, not necessarily, not necessarily, not just necessarily saying. because I don't read it. So I don't ever like. I just whenever I whenever I put at Scott Man, it pops up. So I just click it. So like it's just I don't I don't ever read it. But uh, yeah, of course. So that's so that's the AR. Uh, Zach, you get the last word before Dave closes this out. Red. Um, two things. Number one. Uh, I'd like to get with you after the show, and I want to carry on our next event. I want to carry a flag for your buddies. Um, Two, I got so excited talking about the event that I didn't actually explain specifically what move does. There's two primary properties to it. One is where most people off the street would pay for dirt bike rentals. Veterans in active duty ride for free. Like they never, they never, they never pay us. It's kind of a very, very important aspect. Yeah, that's like this is the whole point of talking about what we do. Um, The other half, the other property to move. Um, is that we host community events, riding clinics. Um, we work with different partners um, for marketing and stuff like that. But primarily we host events that are also free for veterans and activity to build community. And then to tie those two things together, I did touch on this. We have our online community um, that veterans and active duty can join. If they participated in a move event, they just get added to it. Uh, they get the link. Um, if you hear this episode and you want to join because you're interested, um, we just ask for some form of proof of service to join. Um, and then we add you. It doesn't, co- doesn't cost you anything. Love but yeah, it, right? so the important exactly. shit is what I want awesome. to talk about. <laughs> you kind of had a hit on that. It's kind of important. <laughs> but regardless, anyway, Zach, phenomenal, dude. Like we've had, I mean, this is episode 131. And I'm not saying anything negative about previous guests or previous nonprofits or for-profits. But like you can tell you're you're compassionate and you have extreme passion about what you're doing. And you want to help out and assist our brothers and sisters who need it. So, like, hats off. I can't wait to watch this journey because, uh, you know, last week we were talking to Armed Forces Brewing Company where they started a year. Yeah, last year they were know, on the and show. Now yeah. they, cl- they, they closed the share of, what, $7 million? Like, with what they, you know, million, like, yeah. Good for them. Yeah, like, it's just amazing. And, I, and we see some of these nonprofits that come on and they're just blowing up and they're all over the place doing amazing things. So, I definitely see that in your future. If that means anything to you, I think like just stay the course, stay passionate about what you're doing. You know, keep riding dirt bikes. If you're ever out here in Arizona, let's go. I'm ready to rock and roll. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you come visit, right? You got family yeah, out dude, here. I was literally just there for a wedding a couple weeks ago. Perfect. Let me know. I'm in surprise. And then for everybody that's watching, you know, go to uh, VeteranTrashTalk.com. That's our website. It has the links to Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. And for everybody that's watching live right now, we are shadow banned on YouTube. Can you just like go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, and give us like one like? That's it. That's all I'm yeah, asking. They freaking hate us. Well, it's all my fault. Check out our awesome merch. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Veteran Trash Talk, Mental Health Warrior. And uh, great episode. Love you guys. Have a safe Saturday. And we'll catch you guys next week. Boom.